Also, basic of barnburner.ca, our twice daily podcast is entitled Fired Up, now on iHeartRadio, also on 65 platforms. Welcome to another edition of EPL Back of the Net with the Hall of Famer John Nelson of OSG Sports in Atlanta. All right, we're going to start off previewing Saturday's matchup with the matchup everybody's going to be talking about in the end, either good or bad. Manchester United against Newcastle United. Yeah, and uh, there are a couple of wild cards here. Obviously, if Manchester United comes out on the losing end, you know it's the end for Jose Mourinho. Newcastle coming in with Rafa Benitez, and you want to talk about one of the the best mind versus mind ideas in a rough situation for Manchester United? This is one of those. So the entire world will probably be cheering for Newcastle in this situation just because Rafa will be prepared. Newcastle will be prepared. Whether or not they execute, that's the problem. Obviously, a Newcastle win, maybe even a draw, and it's it for Mourinho. A win is what's expected. I think that's what's going to happen by the time we're through. I think it'll be a lot tougher than what we think. And uh, then it's going to be Manchester United full points by the time we're done, but I think it's going to be a lot of hair pulling. All right, let's get to uh, some other matchups here. Uh, Watford versus Bournemouth. And this one will be fun. I think this one probably is a 2-2 or 3-3 by the time we're done because of what we've seen with Bournemouth this year with their their wide-open style, Callum Wilson uh, being on the front foot of everybody's minds with uh, what Bournemouth has been able to do and kind of poking right around the edge of the the Europa League qualification with Watford, knowing what they've been able to do with Dini, Pereira, the defense, this one should be fun. Both teams kind of hanging out in the upper half of the table and the upper third of it. So I'm guessing two, two or three, three by the time we're done. Okay. Tottenham versus Cardiff city. Now, now the wild card here is a Cardiff can't score bottom line. They're just having you know, just scoring issues. Spurs played Barca midweek in London and just got absolutely throttled. And this was the, the one where Messi just goes absolutely berserk. And they win 4-2. What's the hangover for Spurs? And there was some roster rotation and some rotation in the starting 11. So uh, I think Tottenham escapes. It's probably 2-1 or one nothing, something like that. But it's going to take a while for Spurs to get to that comfortable margin. I think that early on, probably the first 20, 25 minutes, Cardiff will have a bit of an adventure. City versus Everton. Yeah, and once again, you know, you're looking at uh, Leicester, and really with Everton, you don't know which one you're going to get. So I've got to go with Leicester at home. You look at a guy like James Madison with what he's been paired with with Jamie Vardy, and so you're seeing uh, a new offensive tandem for Leicester and and Claude Puel. So I've got to go Leicester. I think it'll be 2-1-ish. So it'll be a one-goal victory for Leicester, so I'll go 2-1. All right, Sunday matchup, 7 a.m., Fulham against Arsenal. Well, and the thing about Arsenal here is if I had told you that if Arsenal would be fifth in the table after seven matches, considering the start that they had, what would you have told me? Incredible. Yeah, I mean, it was just a a wacky start, and everybody trying to get used to Unai Emery and what he's up to with Arsenal. Right now, they've been hot recently. We've seen uh, the the reemergence of guys like Mesut Ozil and Aubameyang and and, uh, you know, you're seeing that kind of growth for uh, the Gunners right now. But Everton, they're just having problems. And, and uh, I mean, with uh, 
you know, with Fulham, Fulham can't score. And, you know, you, there's only so much Alexander Mitrovic that you can have there as a part of it all. And, you know, a lot of folks are looking at Ryan Sessegnon, thinking that he could be a part of the answer offensively. But Fulham right now, right above the drop zone, I think they'll be a part of the discussion this season, along with Huddersfield, Cardiff, Newcastle, and Southampton. Arsenal should get full points, and it should be comfortable. But, of course, we're talking Arsenal. All right, a, a very good matchup before we get to your team. Very good matchup. Uh-huh. A very good matchup. Liverpool, Manchester City. Well, and this is the other part of it. With Champions League duty that they had midweek, and these are the two teams at the top of the table right now, I really think that this is probably a shared result, you know, and unless Liverpool has more of a hangover from their Champions League loss midweek, than uh, everybody else thinks they may. And I think that also you have to keep an eye on the injury of uh, Nabi Keita going forward and how that might impact the the 11s and the 18s going forward. So I'll probably go 1-1-2-2, and you might have another one of those shared embraces like we had last week with Liverpool and Chelsea between Sadi and uh, Klopp. You might see the same thing with Pep and Klopp at the end of this one. I think it'll be fun. I think both teams will be a little tired. I think both teams will have 20 points by the time they're out of it uh, this weekend. All right, now let's talk about Southampton and your team, Chelsea. Uh, now we've mentioned Southampton before. We know that I think they'll be a part of the relegation scrap by the time we're done. So really, Chelsea should have no issues staying in uh, third right now. But reminder, if Chelsea wins, Manchester City and Liverpool draw, You've got three teams at 20 points right now, and the only goal difference would separate them, and it would probably be somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, Chelsea and Liverpool battling it out at two and three of Manchester City comfortably up top. And I think that that's how the season's going to end up evolving, is that you're going to have Manchester City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Spurs in four, and then everything else from five on down, you know, Manchester United, are they going to make the, the push to be number five? Is Arsenal five and Manchester United an unacceptable six? Uh, I think Chelsea wins comfortably, at least they should. And then what does uh, what does it look like going forward? I think it'll be a fun sprint with the top three, and then you'll have another group at four, five, and six with the big six going forward. All right, so uh, that's uh, that's our look at uh, this weekend's matchup. But soccer-wise, uh, do you want to talk about the Champions League or anything else that you want to talk about soccer-wise or footy-wise? Yeah, let's let's get into Champions League a little bit. And obviously the the big notes that came from match day two, uh, you look at the, the big number that PSG put up and you wonder, okay, are they for real? But reminder that it was Red Star Belgrade winning 6-1. You had, once again, we talked about Barca knocking off Tottenham 4-2. I thought that was big. I, think, I thought that Inter getting a win against PSV was big. Uh, Borussia Dortmund, Putting a goose egg on Monaco, I thought, was uh, a bit of a surprising result. Napoli, obviously, winning was uh, a bit of a surprise to me, but Napoli knocking off Liverpool. And then uh, Weston McKinney scoring for Schalke, I thought, was a big moment for, for Schalke and getting the win at Lokomotiv Moscow. But, you know, for the American soccer fan to see Weston McKinney do something, I think that that was big. And then back on Tuesday, Lyon, who was trying to bust their way out of group, ended up only drawing with Shakhtar Donetsk. Roma puts up five on Victoria Pilsen. I know a lot of folks were focused on Man- Manchester United and Valencia and a goalless draw. Bayern and Ajax, I think, was a bit of a surprise at ones. Red cards for Benfica, CSKA Moscow, 
and young boys. So CSKA Moscow will be a man down next time around, even though they did beat Real Madrid. Juve won comfortably. Manchester City was down early to Hoffenheim, came back 2-1 because apparently only Man City beats the Hoff. All right, that's John Nelson, the Hall of Famer of OSG Sports. John, tell everybody how they could get a hold of you. Easiest ways on the Twitters at OSG Nelson. You can follow along there and also get all the, the news and op-eds fit the print at SoccerDownHere.net. You can follow along on uh, Twitter there as well at Soccer Down, uh, Soccer Down Here. Follow Jason Longshore and Jared Smith at Longshoe and Jared underscore Smith. You can also check out the Soccer Down Here app available on Android soon on iOS. If you want to do it through iOS right now, go to Spreaker, download their app. Save soccer down here. That way you'll know about all the live programming and all the tape programming the instant it hits the network. So there's a bunch of stuff there. And you can also find us at barnburner.ca, which is also a, a treat as well. All right. That's John Nelson, the Hall of Famer of OSG Sports. Thanks a lot, John. Anytime, my friend.